Well, I definitely hope you are talking about the Feast of the Guardian Angels today. That is today, and we're so excited to celebrate this this great feast day, thanking our guardian angels for being with us to guard us and guide us in all our ways. Um, Just so amazing. I love this day. And those of you who know me, Debbie Giorgiani, you will know that I love this day because I've spent many years uh, studying the the holy angels and just, just, um, I I can't describe it. When you get to know the truth of our faith of the most holy angels, they are just um, incredible because they help us. They, they are our companions on this thing called life so that we can get back to God. How wonderful is that? Big supporters of, of ours, and they want us to be safe along the journey. And that leads me into why we are here today. It's Miracle Monday. Miracle Monday. What a beautiful connection here. So if you have a miracle story for Take Two and the Take Two family, please share it with us. A miracle story. It could be a small miracle, could be a big miracle, but we want the miracle stories today on Miracle Monday here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Only you have me today. Jerry is off today. He will be back tomorrow. And um, so we, I know he's probably listening. So Jerry, if you're listening, um, t- um, take note of all the great miracle stories that are about to come in because Matt Kabinsky is waiting to answer your call. Remember, they don't have to be these, you know, unbelievably detailed stories that only, you know, you, you read about or see in, the, in, on, in books or uh, in the movies. Miracles happen each and every day. There are everyday miracles. God is in the miracle business. Do you believe that? Share your miracle story. Share your guardian angel story. We want to hear it today. And today is the perfect day on the Feast of the Guardian Angels. Here's the number, 833-288-3986. That's the uh, number to call Matt Kabinsky. We are a live, safe platform here on Take Two. We've been going strong for eight and a half years, and we need your help because you drive the show. You are the catechists. You are the ones that bring the lived wisdom to the table, and we can learn and grow uh, from your stories and through you. And that's how the mystical body of Christ works. So um, I have a challenge for everyone that's listening right now. Since it is the Feast of the Guardian Angels, please go online to the Catechism of the Catholic Church and read paragraphs 328 all the way uh, through 354. Okay, 328 to 354. Now I know when you're doing the math, you're seeing that that's a lot of paragraphs and you're going, Debbie, we don't have all day to read about guardian angels. Well, these paragraphs, I read them, I read them again this morning, took me about 15 minutes. Do you have 15 minutes to read about the guardian angels? You really should carve out that time because the guardian angels as Psalm 91, God's protection for all of us is exactly that, that it's God's protection for all of us. This world is very, very uh, difficult to live in. And our guardian angels have been, have been given a mission by God himself to uh, guard us, guide us, to be our soul guards, our bodyguards, if we if we allow them. I mean, they will still do their work, absolutely. But when we are aware of what they are doing, miracles do happen and can happen. There's so many things that are um, 
that are that are stopped by the guardian angels. You're not going to know what they are probably, or maybe you do. Maybe you have a real keen sense that it is a guardian angel that helped you out of a difficult situation. Um, but you'll know, God willing, when you get to heaven, how many times, how many times the guardian angel helped you out of a difficult situation. Okay, so that it, the 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 holy angels are incredible. I, I mean, I can't even describe it. And so many people ask, how do I fit them into my spirit, uh, my spiritual life? Well, I can help you with that today. It's really how you 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 focus your mind. Okay, so I've I've been devoted to the the most holy angels um, for many many years. And, uh, and I will tell you that it, it has never been a, a problem in the way I, I see things and, and the direct line to God, because the inspiration, the mission, everything comes from God. The angels are, are doing God's work. God is, we serve a God that loves us to participate and to cooperate. And the angel, the holy angels have cooperated beauty, beautifully because they behold the face of God while ministering to us. Okay. So there's a direct line to God. There's no pro there's not a problem there. Okay. You don't have to feel like, well, I don't know where to fit them in. I can, I can share with you through these miracle stories we're going to hear today, um, how it goes right back to God. It comes from God. It goes right back to God. So share your miracle story today, or you think it's a miracle or, or it's a miracle story that you have heard of, or you read about a true miracle story, please. We need to hear them. Why? Because it builds confidence in God. We, we are in a world where the world is telling us there is no God or God's over here somewhere. Or God doesn't exist or God's not a, a part of it or there's, you can't find God. God's, you know, okay. That's what the world is telling us. That's not the truth, folks. That is not the truth. We're, don't believe that lie. God is in the miracle business. Blow up those phone lines with miracle stories so we can build confidence around the world for God. Please, please dial this number. 833-288-3986. I have to tell you, I think it's the guardian angels that that's getting me so fired up about this because I just, it, I, I see it in, in life coaching every single day. Clients come to us or reach out and, and ask for a free consultation. By the way, we're at standtalltoday.com. And they call us and they'll say, you know, I've lost hope. I've just lost hope. I don't believe in anybody anymore. I don't believe in this world. Everything's disappointing. You don't know who to trust. You know, I'm all alone. You know how many times I hear that a week, folks? People will call me probably three to four times a week through the free consultation line. And they'll say, I, I feel so alone. You're not alone. That's another lie. Don't believe it from the world. You're not alone. Your guardian angel is beside you, instructed by God himself, the mission for you. Your guardian angel is not recycled to somebody else. It's your guardian angel matched to your personality. An amazing, mighty warrior fighting on your behalf to get you to heaven. Wow, doesn't that sound exciting? Well, because it's the truth. It's the truth of our faith. So share your miracle story. Now you're blowing up the phone lines. Come on, there's one last phone line. Who's going to grab it? If you have that nudge in your spirit that we believe it's the Holy Spirit, pick up that last phone line at 833-288-3986. Miracle Monday today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you.
Okay, I love that Miracle Monday music that Ace McKay uh, prepared for all of us. Doesn't that get you kind of chair dancing? I love that. Okay, so you, if you have a miracle that you want to share, please call us, 833-288-3986 is the number to call here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Okay, before we get to the phones, I, I say Jerry and Debbie because that's the name of our show. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Don't worry, folks. I know. And if you want to email him because at the... Um, because so many of you have said, you know, how do we get in touch with Jerry? Just offering prayers to him. I know you're trying to reach us on Facebook. It's Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. You can like us there, but you can always email him directly at seminaryjerry at gmail.com. I hope I have that correct. Seminaryjerry at gmail.com. Ace McKay will tell me if I have that, um, the accurate address. I'm almost positive I do. It's Monday and I I do. It is. Oh, he said perfect. Ace McKay said it was perfect. I love that. Thank you, Ace. That just made my day. Okay. So before we get to the phones, uh, let me just share with um, all of you this amazing St. Therese mosaic plaque. This beautiful image of St. Therese is printed on gold foil with a mosaic back background. The little flower gazes gently outward as she cradles the crucifix with roses entwined around it. It's mounted on a gold painted board with a metal hook for hanging. A prayer to St. Therese is on the back that reads, little flower, Please pick me a rose from, I'm going to cry. Please pick me a rose from the heavenly garden and send it to me with a message of love. Ask God to grant me favor, I I thee implore, and tell him I will love him each day more and more. Wow. It's four by six inches, available now at EWTNRC.com. Free standard shipping, online orders of $75 or more. Standard shipping for the continental U.S. only. Use code free at checkout. Okay, I don't believe there's any accident to this at all. And this is going to get me very emotional. You want to talk about a little mini, I think it's just beautiful, kind of it ties beautifully into the miracles uh, day today real quickly. St. Therese is the, um, is the item that we are featuring with the with the, the rose and, and the heavenly and, and, and the prayer to St. Therese of Lisieux. And I just want to say that um, I, I shared with all of you, today is the Feast of the Guardian Angels. I don't believe there's any accident to any of this. Um, years ago, I studied angels for, um, uh, for 13 years, but I, I, only, I only went out and um, taught on angels I- I- infrequently. I, 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 did, I, only, I had to have a set situation with it because there were so many questions. Everybody asked like a ton of questions about guardian angels. And the, my pastor at the time who I worked for, because I was in religious education, his name, he, he went on to meet the Lord. His name is, was, his name is Father Doug Lorig, Father Douglas Lorig. And he actually has a couple episodes of, uh, of TV segments on EWTN television. Father Douglas Lorig, Father Doug Lorig, that's how he went by, Father Doug. He was a big, big, big um, devotee of uh, St. Therese of Lisieux and the Guardian Angels. And he said to me, he challenged me, he said, Debbie, you're making a mistake. He says, you need to go out there and spread the Guardian Angels message. You need to go out there. And he said, as a matter of fact, at your first talk, I'm going to be sitting in the front row and I'll let you know how you did. And he did. He was sitting in the front row and I was as nervous as, as you can imagine. 
and I looked down and he, he nodded his head with a smile, like, like you did good. And, and that was it. He actually, he actually confirmed that I needed to go out and spread the uh, message of the guardian angels. So I don't think there's any accident that we are highlighting the item of St. Therese. And, uh, he was an amazing, amazing priest. Um, just a great man of God. And, um, so he went on to meet the Lord, but I believe that the good Lord is letting him see this broadcast today because he loved the angels so very, very much. So thank you, Father Doug. Thank you for all your beautiful work. And everybody in Arizona knows who I'm talking about. He ran the, one of the biggest parishes in Arizona at St. Anne's in Gilbert, Arizona. So, okay. Um, let's go to, uh, Mark. Mark is first up on Miracle Monday. Mark is in Dearborn, Michigan on the EWTN app. Hello, Mark. Uh, forgive me for being emotional. I'm just walking down memory lane, but welcome to Miracle Monday. Hey, Debbie, good to be here. I got so many miracles. I don't know how to articulate in the time that I probably have, but I would like to start by saying my guardian angel got me up this morning at 1 a.m. to write a letter to my former pastor where I'm relocating from in Dearborn to Middle Tennessee about what's been on my heart for nine months about the Catholic Church and as a long story short the deceitful way in which they've handled clergy abuse and I was put on my heart to go to the chapel to give it to a lady to give to him so he didn't know it come from me and that happened mm. and um, it started a week ago I I uh, <clears throat> I um, the miracle for me is I'm learning how to live one moment at a time, enjoying one moment at a time that I've learned from the spiritual experiences of St. Ignatius. And it's a miracle for me because I had been in recovery for over four, almost 40 years, and I had lived agnostically for 90% of it, meaning I believed in God, I just didn't believe he'd work for me. And that's because of childhood experience. And through the process of healing and getting prayers answered and starting to pray to my guardian angel, through, through Father Larry Richards and John Ricardo and EWTN, miracles started to happen. I totaled my car last week in Tennessee and was in negativity for about two minutes, and then I was able to say, count it, all joy. And it has been. I was scrambling to get a car. I'm coming back to Detroit to pick up the rest of my belongings. I have a car lined up, great price, not the color I want. Get excited, God came through again. At the last minute, they dropped out. I've been scrambling all weekend, just trusting God one moment at a time. I got the same car in my color, 12,000 miles less for the same price. Wow. Wow. Praise God. Praise God, Mark. I know. <sighs> You know, Mark, I, I, I want to, may I borrow something you said, because I think it was very powerful. I don't know where exactly maybe you came up with that or came through prayer or you heard it from somebody. You said, let me see if I get this uh, correct. I believed in God, but I just didn't believe he would work for me. Something of that nature. Do you want to say it agnostic. again? Agnostic. I believed in God. I just didn't believe he'd work for me. Yeah. Wow. That, when you said that, that just that just hit me so deeply, Mark. Because I wonder how many other people are feeling that way right now, and and that distance, um, hmm. you can't really experience the blessings and the graces when you stay at that 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 level of distance. Would you agree with that? That's correct. And I want to reinforce your listeners that they don't have to believe what I said; they could just believe that I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
God always shows up, doesn't he, Mark? He's never early. He's never late. And I'm in Catholic recovery, and the blessing there is they don't truncate the serenity prayer because in secular 12-step programs, you can't mention Jesus. And Jesus is in the last truncate, and it says, trusting, mm-hmm. living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time. I am in constant miracle, waiting for that silent voice in my heart for God to tell me to do what the next right thing to do, and it works every time, unconditionally. The, the next right thing. Wow. Well, Mark, I, I don't know how long, I, I, well, I think I know, but how long you've been listening to Take Two. We talk about it all the time. You know, do the next right thing. All of heaven is watching. We know that. We know that. He- you have to know that. You can't think that they just go, well, we got busy heavenly things to do. We're just going to leave the, all the people, you know, uh, in the universe just on their own. They're watching everything. They're constantly involved. They're constantly seeing what we do moment to moment. And it's not like, you know, uh, we have to, you know, be feel like we're under the microscope. It should just prompt us or inspire us to be the best we can be in the moment. And when we do that, it's really quite simple. I don't know why we make it so difficult. What Final words on that, Mark. Well, everybody wants to be in control. The Protestants want to be in control. The 12-step movement wants to be in control. It's the, only the Catholic Church that tells us who is in control, and we must believe that, and that's the truth. Amen. Amen. Mark, you're amazing. Thank you so much for starting us off properly today on Miracle Monday on the Feast of the Guardian Angels. Wow. Mark, way to go. Mark hit a home run. I'm going to give him the virtual home run award here, um, unless somebody wants to take it away from him. Okay, I'll, I'll, we'll produce many virtual awards today. How's that? I'm in such a good mood because it's the Feast of the Guardian Angels, and you can join us, 833 288 3986. Let's move to Ron, our friend Ron in Los Angeles on YouTube. Ron, I'm waving to you. Welcome to Take Two. Good morning, Deb. My uh, proverbial wave back in the midst of my hit attack right now. I wanted to call in with a um, couple of quick uh, miracle moments for me that I know were my guardian angel. I've probably been privileged and protected since I was a toddler. First incident had to deal with a um, uh, beachside uh, visitation in a crib. Wind picks up the umbrella that uh, was strapped to my crib, came back down and nicked me on my chin. Could have easily killed me that day. So I'm surprised the number of times I've been hit. But the two that I mentioned to Matt that were strong in my memory, especially during my teenage years, was a, um, uh, a bike accident and a mountain issue, mountain hike. The bike accident occurred August of 77, the day Elvis died. And um, I basically ended up in a spot where my bike went end over end, and I was literally uh, a cartwheeling two or three times, hit the pavement. I got bruised and scuffed and was probably unconscious for a brief moment, but I never broke a bone. And I was actually in motion right away. But uh, it it was a horrific issue to go through. The second one, a little earlier, about a couple of years maybe, was a mountain hike with my dad while we were up in the uh, northern mountains of California here, north of L.A. County. And I was on a hiking trail a um, short distance away from him on my own, just wandering, and lost footing on the trail and slipped down part of this hillside. 
and ended up being stopped by a little little root that was protruding from the ground. On the other side, that root was somewhere between a 50 to 100-foot drop. And I'm in a panic. I'm crying. I'm figuring, what? God, help me, help me, help me. And all I heard was this voice inside that said, let go, roll to your left, you'll be okay. Mm. Quick glance, I did just that, and I stopped on a piece of shrubbery that was literally just a few feet from the edge of the cliff, and I was able to get enough footing to get back out of the area and away from that danger zone. Mm. So many little things had hit me that over time have been small miracles. One of the bigger ones lately is just with my AFib and my cardiac issues that I'm dealing with right now, which has got me in a body shakes, is that my guardian angel has been right alongside. And if I stopped and listened and paid attention, I would know pretty well. And I think the most recent intervention of sorts, and it may not have been my guardian angel, but just before four o'clock this morning, I heard a female voice in my head. I thought was in my ear and it sounded very much like my mom saying my name. And it sounded like, you know, how mom just puts your, you know, puts your mouth next to your hearing mm-hmm. while you're asleep and just said, Ron, just like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my body mm-hmm. was in need of taking care of some stuff, but it just threw me for a loop. I, I had to wonder, you know, was my guardian angel, was something making a mockery, maybe an imitation of my mother, maybe it was her, she herself who was making an intervention for something. Still don't know what. But I've been in a tough turmoil right now, broken family issues and so on. But my guardian angel, when I stopped to look back on all the decades that I've existed at 63, is that there's so many small moments and very large moments where my guardian angel has been a part of my life that was very, very um, in my face to say, yeah, this is nothing short of a God miracle and my guardian angel taking care of me. Wow. Well, I can tell you this, Ron, as you were speaking, we um, st- were starting to receive comments coming in that folks are are really moved with emotion, and I am as well. And I just... What do you make of it, Ron? Because you've been through so much, and yet you're receiving um, all these comforts from, from you know, I believe from from heaven through the angels and through people you inter- you interact with, Ron. You've been through so much um, medically, physically. I mean, so much, and you deal with it on a regular basis. But yet you're receiving these taps of comfort what I believe is from heaven above. What do you make of it, Ron? I think for starters, the reality is I'm a child of God. And knowing what I know through Scripture, that Satan is out to get us in whatever fashion he can, the best way he can. And he'll just nibble and nibble and nibble and be a piranha on our lives, all, all our lives. And I got to thinking that the possible, two possibilities. The one is that I had a prayer some decades ago that if I can take care of my purgatory while I'm still alive, that would shorten the time when I'm called home, let it be so, and I just need the strength to make you know go through it. The other is that there may have been something special that I may not have accomplished when it was to be happening, mm-hmm. but I think there was something special that I had to deal with for God. And in order to protect me to be able to do that, I've been 
sustained and protected from my, by my guardian angel in a lot of occasions, including one that I hadn't mentioned was at least two occasions mm-hmm. where criminal threats were placed against me from wow. local gangbangers. Wow. Ron, you've been through a lot, but God has you here for a reason, a mission, a purpose, and you've got the right uh, disposition and the right mindset and the, de- and the uh, dedication to God, which is beautiful. You're very faithful man of God. Ron, thank you so very much for sharing your miracles, miracles, many miracles today on Miracle Monday. Oh, I love this Miracle Monday here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Jerry will be back tomorrow. You have me and full phone lines plus. So we'll move through the calls. I'll try to go quickly so you can get everybody's story. Thank you again, Ron in LA. God bless you, Ron. The whole Take Two family says they are praying for you. So always remember that, Ron. You can feel the love and the prayers from the Take Two family for sure. So before we get back to the phones, a couple... Um, congratulations. I want to do shout outs going out to, uh, two members, two members of the EWTN radio family Our our lady of perpetual help radio in Essex junction, Vermont is celebrating their six year, six years. Think of that. The sixth year is a lot of souls folks. You know, that's a many, many years touching lives. Sixth year with EWTN and Our Lady of Mount Carmel Radio in in Pittsburgh, Kansas marks nine years. You got six and nine years. Wow. Of broadcasting with um, with EWTN. Congratulations to Donna McSoley in Vermont and Father Bob. Uh, McElwee in Kansas. And this is from all of your friends here at EWTN. God bless you. Six years, nine years of broadcasting. Think how many souls we hope and pray when you get to heaven. God will allow you to see all the souls you impacted through the broadcasting heard on your local uh, Catholic radio station. By the way, uh, we have one of our friends here at um, EWTN is having their big fall fundraiser, and that is through the Station of the Cross. So if you're listening in that area, please, please, please give generously. Uh, they've been going strong for 24 years. They're celebrating their 25th uh, anniversary next year. And uh, fall fundraisers are very important. So when your local listening area comes to you, like the Station of the Cross or any um, uh, affiliate, any station that you're listening to, please give generously. We need Catholic Radio now more than ever. We're fighting against a lot of things in the world. We've got to speak the truth with charity and clarity. And they are the ones uh, that do that. In fact, that's their tagline. So I love that. So good luck to all you guys there for the the week-long fundraiser. We're going to move back to the phones and Lisa is up next. And Lisa is a first-time caller from the great state of Connecticut on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Lisa. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. I'm in my car ready to visit my 94-year-old uncle at, every day I go visit him. But I got this chance to talk to you about angels, which I'm delighted. I know I went to church today, and I'm very close to uh, angels in my everyday life. But let me just, hopefully I won't take too long, but when I was in my 30s, I was in Mexico with my girlfriend on vacation, and we were just doing, I was walking in the water, ankle deep, I got swept away by an undertow, and um, quickly I was drowning, water was 
going in my mouth. My, uh, uh, the quicksand was opening up. But, you know, Debbie, I was afraid of the water, but not at that moment. I saw the light, truly the light. And I was at peace. And what I was thinking of is not seeing my parents anymore, my family, and how crushed and sad they would be. The next thing I knew, within seconds, I had a tug of my hair, and I landed back on the beach. My girlfriend who was with me was like, Lisa, you've disappeared. Mm. I saw your bathing suit disappeared. I, there was no one on the beach. I didn't know what to do. And then I, this man saved you. I said, a man said, well, where is he, Anne-Marie? I got to tip him. I, we've been tipping everybody all week. Mm-hmm. And she says, I don't know where he is. And it didn't really hit me. I was only 31 at the time. And nothing really digested until I had time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And I said, I got saved by an angel. I had to. Mm-hmm. And that was that story. And I have one more quick story. Sure. Was when, my, when I met my husband and my mother-in-law said, you know what, you're the angel that came into my son's life. And I said, I am, and she was very religious, and she says, yes, you got him back to church, and um, I love you, but I don't want to compare daughter-in-laws because, you know, my other daughter-in-law, 20 years, she's not close to God like you, but it's between you and I. Okay. And when she passed away, my brother gave the eulogy, and he put that in the eulogy. My Mm. sister was the angel that came into... Frank's life, that's what Anne thought of my sister. Right. And when I was in the car sitting with my sister-in-law, she was very angry with me, and she said, we're alone, and she said to me, you know, I'm not happy what your brother said. You're an angel. I've been in the family for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say much. I just said, well, I'm sorry. It wasn't my eulogy. It was my brother's. And you know, that's what he said. Uh, and I just kept praying to my mother-in-law, Debbie, I am not kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just got disconnected from Lisa somehow. It must have, she must have accidentally hit the uh, button there. Uh, Lisa, you, you're welcome to call back. We do have full phone lines. I don't know if we're going to get back to this, but let me just share a couple things. Okay. Um, first, uh, from a theology standpoint, um, I know that we use the term in, in uh, layman's terms, we just use the term or just in casual speech, you know, you are an angel, you know, you are a sweetheart, you're, you are amazing, you're a gift of God, um, things of that nature. But we use, we put in the word angel. Um, we are not and cannot be angels, okay? They are they are um, spiritual, uh, pure spirits created by God in a whole different time and, and, and space. And they, they have a special um, uh, mission by God. If you go to the catechism that I suggested to everyone to go to, and you look at uh, what, what St. Augustine said in, in paragraph 329, St. Augustine says, angel is the name of their office not of their nature. If you seek the name of their, of their nature, it is spirit. If you seek the name of their office, it is angel. Office is what they do. 
Um, from what they are is spirit, from what they do is angel. So they are messengers, they are servants of God. So if we want to use that term, a small angel, um, a small a in angel to say that you're, you're, you're being a servant of God in some way, helping out a situation, then it, it's, it's acceptable in that sense. However, we, there are oftentimes people will say, well, my, my, my loved one passed away and now they are an angel in heaven. You're not, we're not angels. We are body and soul, uh, composite. Okay. They are pure spirits. And the reason why we have to be very definite about that is how would you feel? Okay. You were, you're created in God's image and likeness. And how would you feel if somebody said, oh, um, you know, my, my friend, um, um, Sharon, she's, she's part human. Um, I don't know, part parakeet. Okay. And, and you just kind of, you know, set, set a title for her of, of what she's like in her creation. That would be insulting to God. The angels are the angels and we, and we are human beings. Now we have the ability to get to heaven and become saints. That means we're, we're in heaven with God, behold it, it, beholding the face of God, just like the angels. And, and our, our relationship changes when we get to heaven, but right now they are superior to us and they are angels um, in a, in a whole separate and should be respected category. So I understand what Lisa's saying. I just wanted to say, and that was perfect that she brought it up because that word is used a lot and it's, it, and it technically shouldn't be used that way. So I just wanted to stress that because it's very important. We give proper respect to the order of how God created everything. Okay. So I hope that makes sense to, to folks. Um, let me know if, if, if that was okay with all of you, but I understand what Lisa's saying. Lisa did the right thing. She brought many gifts to the table. She added to the family that, that she came, came into and, and, and she's, and probably blessings flowed, but also I'm sure that, that people got upset by that because we, we naturally have this sense of comparison with the way we work here on, on earth. But you know what? I'm sure that heaven, it's almost sounded like as we got disconnected, that heaven confirmed for her that, you know, she did the right thing and everything's going to be okay and everything's good. And she did the right thing in her family. Lisa, if you want to continue the conversation, you can always email me because obviously we've got abundance of calls. So the email is take two at EWTN.com. Okay. So we'll move, um, along to, uh, Rita Marie and Rita Marie is in Highland, California on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Rita Marie. Welcome. Hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome. I am so happy to be here. I'll talking to you again. I just got to tell you really quick that I want to thank you because once you started talking about the guardian angels, you really made me more aware that he's or she's with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I start my prayers off in the morning with him or her. <laughs> so right. I want to thank you with right. that. Well well, you know what? And can I stop you right there? Because see, Lisa helped me out. See, I, I don't believe there's any accident to the format of this show. I think the, I think all of heaven is trying to get the theology, um, helping all of us be catechized in the angels. So what Lisa said about calling someone else an angel that helped me uh, jog my memory of what I needed to share. And you just said something very powerful. You said he or she angels are pure spirits. They have no gender. 
So you can just say my mo, uh, my holy angel, um, like Padre Pio used to say. So there you go. Okay, go ahead, Rita Marie. My holy angel. I learned another thing today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank one. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, here it was. So I hadn't planned to call today, and although I knew it was um, my holy one's feast day today, and uh, I was at Mass, and normally I go to daily Mass, and after Mass we sit and we pray the rosary, a group of us. Well, this one gal, she wasn't able to stay. She says, uh, can I talk to you? And I said, yeah. And she said, I just want to ask if you could just pray for my family. And then she was scrolling through her phone, and I said, um, oh, yeah, would, would, would you like me to pray for it? She kept going through her phone, and she pulls up this picture of her car totaled. They had her family. It was, um, okay, let me back up on this. On the Feast of St. Michael. Mm-hmm. Her family, which was her husband Francisco, her daughter Angelica, and her and herself Anna, were in. You know, I guess they were just traveling somewhere, and this car ran that light mm-hmm. and just hit them. And that car, she said, it rolled over so many times. Mm. She can't remember that, but she was telling me that this was a miracle, a total miracle. And I looked at her; she didn't have any bruises or anything. One of the prayer warriors that was with me said, I think he, the husband may have had like a, a little scratch over his head. Right. But I thought, I asked her today, I said, do you know what day it is today? And then she says, yeah. She says, I know. I know. And she, she, you could tell, I don't want to say it's a ghostly look on her face. Right, right, but right. But like something had happened. Something, mm-hmm. you know, something divine had happened and she recognized it. But she said, anyway, she says, pray for me. Because I think her daughter right now is a little scarred or, of course, you know, shaken up by everything that took place. So I mm-hmm. would like ask you also to put the family in, in prayer. Absolutely. Let me put them in the prayer book. Okay. Um, so what 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 is your takeaway from the whole story? I, I'm curious. Oh, man. You know, um Oh, let me tell you. So as as we were done there, um, I wasn't even going to stay for the rosary because I'm sitting in the car right now with my friend. We're mm-hmm. going to Costco, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to pray the rosary. And after she told me this, I said, oh, my God, I need to sit here and I need to reflect on what took place. Mm-hmm. I need to thank God for my angel. You know, yeah. even though I, I prayed to him this morning, to the Holy One, mm-hmm. I prayed <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you, Lord, for our angels. You know, they are just always spot on. And and I got to mm-hmm. say this, too, because the gentleman that sits behind me, he lost his son in a car and his, um, and you know, the, the daughter-in-law in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a little bit, it was hard for me to say the prayer when I was praying the rosary and the intention. But, uh, and maybe you can even let me know what, how I would say that the next time. But I just said, and, you know, sometimes, you know, those things won't be as pleasant as it was for Anna. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the Lord has his own ideas and thoughts as to why he takes others. But I, I had said that. I, mm-hmm. I thought about it later. I said, should I have even brought this up? Because I was so excited for her. But I know the man behind me had just lost his son in a car accident. But my takeaway from all of this, is that I every day now have an insight. I'm not alone. You know, exactly. I am, 
I feel alone. I used to feel alone because my husband passed away. But I said, no, I'm not alone. He's my holy one again. Sorry, I gotta get yes. You. Oh no, you can you you could actually. I mean, if it's if it's difficult, you can say he or she, but because they're not offended by that. But I just want you to know that it's not you don't. It's not a male or female. They don't have they don't have that gender. So I yeah. It's it, I mean it's sometimes I'll say my guardian he really helped me. I'll say that too because it's just easier to do right, Rita Marie. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. right. And you know that smile that I have on my face right now is more of a. Uh, that I'm not alone. It's more that more of um, not even a feeling. If it's it's more of a I know, and I'm mm. and I'm convicted. Yes, and I'm convicted. They're with they're with us. Yes, one, two, or however many. I don't yes. care. <laughs> well, 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 Rita Marie, you said so many things. We need, we're we going to have to do a, like a part two, and I'd love for you to call back when we do, or, and we'll do more of, of on the angels. But you said so many things. I'd love to just spend the rest of the time. We, we do have full phone line, so I gotta go, I've got to move quickly. But I just wanted to say you are spot on. The moment we are aware that our guardian angel has a has a mission from God and that he's beho- and that they are beholding the face of God at the same time ministering to us it allows them to do their mission even more so Rita Marie, you're awesome. You got that virtual home run award. Thank you so very much. I wanted to share with our listeners the chaplet of divine mercy. Monday through Friday mornings, um, that's five Eastern time on EWTN radio. Join Catholics from around the world as we recall in prayer the devotion of St. Faustina to our Lord. I love that chaplet. I'm so devoted. Um, thank you again to Rick Paulini. He he was my um, absolute um, g- teacher on this because I listened to him for so many years. And, uh, and I'm so grateful to him because I love the chaplet and I love that it's on EWTN. So please, folks, uh, make a note of that. Okay, back to the phones. We shall go. Shanna is up next. First time caller in Sioux City, um, Iowa on Siouxland Catholic radio. Hi, Shanna. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you for calling and being a first time caller. Welcome. And I love that. I'm going to ring a virtual bell for you, but you take it away. Tell us your miracle story. Uh, Thank you. Uh, My story is from um, probably about 20 years ago. I was a teenager. Um, I was not in in the church. I I lived uh, a secular life. I was very much in the culture and um, I just, I wasn't raised with, with any sort of faith, and I had recently learned to drive, and I was, I was driving um, down through a town, and I remember I got this sense to slow down, and I, I argued with myself, I don't need to slow down, I'm not speeding. Slow down. I don't need to slow down. The weather's fine. Conditions are great. I'm not speeding. And then... And then very strongly, slow down now. And I slammed on my brakes. And just when I did that, a car had ran past a, a stop sign from a blind alley. And he, a very high rate of speed right in front of me. And I remember just being shooken because I thought, had I not slammed on my brakes, mm-hmm. I think I might have just died. Uh, it, this, that, was, that was incredible. And I didn't recognize at the time, of course, um, that that was my guardian angel talking to me, um, but he was he, he saved mm-hmm. my life, and I mm-hmm. and I think um, that my guardian angel just knew 
you know, at the time, like I said, I was living a, such a secular life, such a sinful life. And I think my guardian angel knew I need a little bit more time to work on her mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. And, and, and saved me that moment. Mm-hmm. And it has 20 years later, I still think about it. And, and it was just a such a mundane task driving. And, and it has stuck with me for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas um, from the Summa, is, they, well, they are mainly um, responsible. There are other saints as well and doctors of the church for developing our theology of the guardian angels, the angels, all the angels, all the choirs of angels. And I will tell you that, that many of them have said in in um, the hundreds of years that, that they were teaching on angels that um, if, if you could see your life in a day of all the things that the angels prevent from you getting into trouble, um, it would, it would blow your mind. It would just, it would just, you would just be like, wow, I would have died at that point during the day, or I would have been hurt at that point during the day, or something would, bad would happen. And so you had this dramatic, um, encounter, um, and, and situation and, and you're absolutely, I believe you're spot on. Um, was it, um, God, um, you know, instructing your angel, you know, take care of this. Okay. She's about to get in trouble and she's, she's got to slow down now. Okay. Uh, gently whisper in her ear to, to really, you know, put the brakes on literally and, and be at peace, but she's got it. She's got to make sure this is, you know, she gets out of this and that's how they work. And, um, and it's so amazing because everything is coming from God. It's all coming from God. They are doing God's work. And, um, Shanna, I will tell you that your story I've heard actually probably hmm, a couple thousand times. And the reason is, and I will tell you, if you, you don't, you're not asking me, but let me just share with you. Most people will say that God has a bigger work for you and wants you to, to accomplish it before you leave this earth. So I don't know if you found out what your bigger work is yet, or if you're looking for it, but I would just say, keep your eyes wide open and be, be very attentive to what your guardian angel is, is whispering to you, because that's usually the reason, uh, real quick, um, just uh, share with me any final quick comments. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, I think one, my guardian angel worked with my husband's guardian angel to convert me into the faith and, mm-hmm. and, and I, I love being Catholic. Awesome. Um, and I think just kind of a, a word to, 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 I guess, your listeners that maybe are not in the faith, uh, whether you believe or not, you do have a guardian angel, and they're mm-hmm. working on you. And just open yourself up to that, because um, God's love is for all of us, not just Amen. those in the faith. Amen, Shanna. You're beautiful. Call us again. Okay, you're never going to be a first-time caller again, and so now you got to call us again so we can stay in touch. Thank you so very much, Shanna. Okay, Grace is calling back uh, from Ohio, uh, listening on The Rock. Grace, I'm so sorry, but you got three minutes. If you can do it in three minutes, let's bring you on air. I will try. Okay. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Um, So I have a story about St. Therese and a guardian angel story. My guardian angel saved me from getting hit by a truck. I was having a cane travel lesson because I'm blind, and um, I had the right of way to cross the street, and um, my guardian angel told me to slow down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost similar to Shanna, too, right? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So my St. Therese story is um, when my husband was in the hospital, I prayed to St. Therese. I said, you know, I I need you to help me with this, Um, you know, help him to get well. 
And so I said, but you know I can't see, and I'm blind, so you've got to send me a picture, well, not a picture, but something that I'll know that it's from you. And so um, I was looking over the um, readings for Mass, because I'm a, re- I'm a lector at St. Rita's, and um, the description of the priest's vestment was rose. Wow. And wow. not only that, um, at the same time that Joseph was in the hospital, mm-hmm. um, the staff at St. Rita's had sent me ro- um, flowers, flowers, and there was roses in there. Wow. Wow. Amazing, huh? How God works? Yes, definitely amazing. Would you would you say, Grace, that God loves you? Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. love him dearly. Me too. Me too. What a beautiful feast day of the guardian angels today. I love that you called back, Grace. Thank you so much. God bless you for doing that. Um, you know, we are down to two minutes and I, I, I'm going to not be able, I'm not going to move to David and Lenore in Buffalo and David in Dallas and the others only because I want to give you the respect that you deserve to tell your entire story rather than me saying, can you give us the quick reader's digest version? So a couple things you can do. You can call back on unscripted at the end of the month. Just tell Matt Gabinski that you were on a miracle Monday and you didn't get on. And Matt is so good. He's, you know, his name means a gift of God. And so Matt will remember, and he'll put you at the front of the line because you deserve to be at the front of the line. You waited almost the entire show, Lenore and David and the others that are coming in right now, or you can, um, wait till we do miracle Monday again. Um, but I promise you that we will fit in, um, more guardian angel angel stories and uh, shows um, that can help everyone because I really think this was just an amazing day to uh, celebrate and to talk about miracles, build confidence in God. I didn't get to any of the social media, so sorry, you guys, Um, but I'm reading everything. Thank you so much. Jerry will be back tomorrow because tomorrow is a very, very active, very popular show where we storm heaven together. Whom or what are you praying for? That's our show tomorrow on Take Two. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We want to wish you that. I want to thank the show team, Ace and Jeff and Matt. Thank you so very much. And we'll see you tomorrow. We uh, ask St. Joseph and the Guardian Angels, please pray for us. See you real soon. 